welcome into episode 190 of Tito's Craft Collective. And Louise, and today I have got a rundown of my Tito's Craft Collective Retreat 2018. A what's a crack and a shoppy section. This is an off the cuff episode, so it is not the normal format, but it has some of the normal stuff in it. So get your cup of tea and your or your dram or your ice pop and I'll let you know what a crack's been in it because this is past week. Well now for the retreat rundown. Maybe I should get Sandy to do this live because he's there. I'll probably get interrupted in fact. I am sitting on my patio step roasting we have a bit of a heat wave going on in Keithness. It's absolutely delightful weather today. After the hard had hard off. Um, and you might hear the birdies tweetering. That's the house martins chattering to each other. They don't pay any rent. Freeloaders. But they eat the midges so I'll not complain too much. And they give us hours of entertainment of watching them swoop and soar and eat all the annoying flies. I'm hoping that that fly goes away and gets eaten. <laughs> That's bad. But I'm hoping that the cuckoo might start up again. This is the exact day last year that Ellen and Lisa and I heard a cuckoo. Now, we don't get many cuckoos around here for the, I think the lack of trees. But it's really nice to hear. I've heard a cuckoo in the distance and you might hear one. I've just seen a kestrel flying. So it's a good day for a bird. So over the weekend I had my annual Cadence Craft Collective Retreat. And this was in John O'Groats at the Natural Retreat Centre. Uh, I had five cabins and the conference room chalet. And we arrived on Thursday and we finished on Sunday. I had 15 guests plus two local ladies plus my friends who attended and mum and the family. So it was very busy and um, the reason there was no podcast last day, last week was because I was just so busy with getting organised and I didn't want to put out a, well actually I didn't want to use the time unwisely, so apologies to you listeners who didn't manage to come to the retreat, but hello to you listeners who did and want to hear how I thought it went, and hear your name be mentioned, <laughs> I shall name drop, Um, so and apologies for the ums, because there will be ums, so we tipped up, the weather was glorious, the Elmer morning it was cold but you were in John O'Groat so you know we are 58 point uh, 58 degrees north so yeah although it looked sunnier and it was gorgeous and you can always close your lovely massive big patio door to the elements so I was actually quite pleased it wasn't raining which was nice and or windy so we settled, settled in and it was nice to see people from returning years and some new guests which was nice to meet them and make your acquaintance and then we met in the cabin and we had a 
date and dinner and this was very kind Ayla of Giffnet Girl fame who supplied the lasagnas and then various other guests organised um, salads and um, crannikin and raspberries and garlic breads and it was a good munchy time was had by all so thank you Ayla you awesome lady. Now Ayla had asked instead of payment she would like payment in preemie hats for babies and these were all being headed to the Aberdeen maternity scabu unit and this was because her daughter has had need of this unit and um, so we supplied her with quite a few beautiful little preemie hats. I'd also like to say congratulations to Soup Dragon who became a granny this past weekend to some twins and they arrived early. So whilst I don't think that the hats will be going to them, maybe there's somebody down in the area that they are in that has knitted hats for them. And I hugged all the hats so that they've been given some extra love and for the babies and the family who are going to get them. And it was really nice just to be able to give something like that so I think everybody enjoyed that and there were some little baby hats being knitted on the weekend so um, Ayla took them off with her at the end of the weekend and thanked everybody so that was really nice. Um, then we had an icebreaker and this was various prizes that I had bought when I was at Edinburgh Yarn Fest. Um, including like, wool soap and I had wrapped them in layers of bubble wrap and then lots of cell tape and then bubble wrap and then cell tape and you have two dice and the person in front of you has the two dice and you have the parcel it's like past the parcel basically but you have a pair of big gloves and you the person in front of you is rolling the double dice and they've got a roll double a double, it doesn't matter what, and when they roll a double, they get given the parcel and the gloves and the it goes round and you're trying to rip off all this parcels open. So we did it a couple of years ago and it was hilarious fun and I'm hoping that the guests thought it was hilarious fun this time. <laughs> I love it. It's watching people get so competitive. <laughs> like, yeah! And um, what happened then? So we just got to know each other on the Thursday night and it was really nice. I did have a list of questions but I think by that point in time people were certainly quite comfortable to talk to each other by then. So on the Friday morning it was a time to just chill out and decompress because it's a retreat and you're supposed to be calm and relaxed and enjoying yourself. And the weather was good so people went for walks around John O'Groats and um, chilled out and some people had to do a little bit of work but um, there was some knitting done and some chatting done and it was very nice and then at lunchtime we sort of congregated a bit and then I chucked everybody out and in the afternoon we had uh, the vendor fair I've just realised I was going to talk you through the goodie bag I'll come back to the goodie bag after I've done the vendor fair because I do need to talk about the ball, the people that have contributed to it so the vendor fair it was Nick from Yarns for the Plain with all her wonderful wall of rainbows. If I close my eyes I can just see them and delight in all the colours. And her lovely kits, crochet kits and some beautiful, beautiful shades in her um, fibre for spinning. And then she had a small range of little grey girls um, 
project bags and stitch markers and then we had Scotch Tweed the sponsor of the podcast Angela hello Angela and she was having her staff of fun granny Janet help her take it up and set it up <laughs> it was really funny by the end of it fun granny Janet was the chief executive <laughs> she didn't get paid much though terrible and then um, she had her range of tweeds and tartans and then she had some apparel her Highland wear apparel which was some tweed jackets and tweed waistcoats oh beautiful singing going on and there was any of her tartans you could order it in she didn't have all that many with her but she has ordered me a a metre of Bruce tartan twin sight Jan just saying for future note, for um, Twin St. Jan or Twin St. Ellen retreat people, because they have a Bruce theme going on. So, also there was, um, she had some range of yarns, completely different from um, Nick's yarns, and some offcuts of tweeds and tartans, and she had tartan handbags, and some beautiful beautiful I was oh and there was bonnets as well uh Richard put one on and instantly went off with it and looked like Peaky Blinders but really really suits it and uh, I think I've got a picture of Instagram of him modelling his new bonnet um and then we had I'm just working my way around the room we had gardening which is Jane and she had taken up her project bags and her stitch markers she had yarn bowls she had um the wee dpn keepers and there was a her shawl pins as well and i'm kicking myself now because i was remembering i think i must look through her beautiful shawl pins it's weird because angela was like am i this shawl pin or am i that shawl pin i don't quite know why i didn't then go i'm that shawl pin give me that i'm gonna buy it there you go can't have everything and she had at the start some beautiful beautiful puffin patterned project bags which got snapped up extremely quickly and I ended up with well didn't end up with I bought a DPN keeper from her and it's got puffin fabric on it it's delighted with that and then we have TJ Frog's Tanya's range of Dorset buttons and her Dorset horn and Dorset down and shorelines and Strata pull Dorset yarn range. Oh, beautiful. I was just trying not to drool all over it. And also, oh, and her project bags as well. Tanya has a range of beads, size 6 and size 8, that you can use for knitting and crocheting with. So, I bought some of them after having a real good rake in it. Tanya promises me that she's going to she's gonna be like, I know she's smiling, but she's not smiling. She's smiling with malice right now. We did a lot of smiling at Tanya. Everybody smile at Tanya. <laughs> she, right now she's grounds tight smiling. So, she is going to put them on her website. No hurry, Tanya. But, if you want beads for doing your knitting with, then Tanya has a range of them and... Um, I have some I I recommend you get them from her that's actually when she puts them on the website that's where I'm going to get mine from for future and there's some really really nice 
colours and actually Tanya was quite good because she'd picked out and it was a peach colour and I would never have gone, ooh that's exactly what I need. She says, well this one is quite clear but it's peach and I'm like, I don't want peach. And then she says, but you take it out and you put it on the colour of yarn and it reflects the colour and looks much better. So I actually was almost going to buy them until I saw the gold and I thought the gold goes better with the purple that I was wanting. So I bought some purple, bought some other, couple of other things as well, so the secret squirrel stuff can't tell you until after. So it was lovely, I had some other people come in and um, it was reasonably busy and then after that it was tea time. Now tea time we had ordered in from the Sea View and somebody forgot to order four scamp five scampies and only ordered four so thankfully Caroline forgave me for being a moron and um, that was completely my fault I admit when I'm wrong even though I don't want to but I do so it was quite nice it was just pub grub pretty much it was fish and chips kind of thing but really everything was hot and quite good prices so had I got that one scampi and chips ordered in it would have been perfect but Caroline forgave me as I say I love you Caroline <laughs> so back to the goodie bag um, I had bought in some cotton goodie bags with long handles and I got my neighbour to do the embroidery of the Caithness Craft logo on them and they were plain colour because we were going to use them to do the indigo dyeing with this year and I had uh, got my sewing machine to sew in the same colour thread everybody's name on the top and it was that kind of handy because it meant that people could instantly pick up their own bag and know whose was what and also in their goodie bag was a zippy bag this was from me and I whilst they took a long time to sew um, I did it with grace and um, the idea was that I spent a day with each of my guests and um, I know that they all appreciated them. They're absolutely fantastic little bags to um, use, the zippy bags. You can use them as a pencil case or a project bag or a notions bag and it's just fantastic style. Unfortunately, I can only give these as gifts because the pattern is actually copyrighted, so I would be unfortunate I can't actually put these in the shop before you all go, I want one of them! And plus, they all take a day, so I don't know what kind of price they would be. I might actually make some for future for prizes, but as is, don't expect to see them in the shop anytime soon. Now, I made these with a Caithness Tartan. If I repeat myself, I apologise, but um, they, I don't recall actually doing this because I've had to do this three times because Daisy came home and um, yada yada yada. So they were made with Caithness Tart and you can get the Caithness Tart in from McAllen's of Wick. Um, they are on Instagram and Facebook and tell Hamish that I sent you or ask me and I'll put you in touch with them. This is the tartan that is registered at the Scottish Tartan Registry in Edinburgh. So it's official, official, because there are various Caithness tartans and this was kind of like the first one. It's supposed to depict the colours of the Caithness landscape as in 
mostly grey. But there's some yellow for the gorse and some red for the heather and um, brown for the, the brown and the grey. Because <laughs> there's a lot of that. It's very green just now. And some blue. My cornflowers are out just now. So uh, I'm delighted to put these in and I hope that my attendees get a lot of use out of each bag. So also in this was a Caithness, well it wasn't actually, it was a Welsh, made from Welsh slate but it had John O'Groat um, logo and picture on the front of a coaster and then that was from me for their good goodie bag and donated to them by various people. Firstly, Julia Stumpy, very thankful for you. She had knitted some lovely little pots. You could put your yarn in or you could use it as just a notion pouch or Daisy went off with mine, I think, and has put her teddy bear in it. So when she isn't looking, I'm gonna take it back. <laughs> and Bev very kindly had made some little um, like wee fabric baskets and she said that they're for putting in and out of the microwave because they've got lip, little lids, that you, lips that you can pick out and you're not going to burn your fingers for putting your porridge in. So they were lovely and they had different fabrics and um, they were, were trying to match them to each guest. So that was very kind of her. Karen gave everybody a set of stitch markers which was very kind and Jane gave everybody a stitch marker from her shop which was very kind as well and then in pattern wise Joe Kelly of Joe and Mika of Edinburgh Yarnface fame hello Joe gave us a really lovely shawl pattern it's called Gilvern you can get this on Ravelry and it's for using one skein and it's just really really nice so thank you very much Joe. it's very kind and then there was a shawl pattern sorry not shawl the cowl checkbox cowl by twinsley ellen which i have used a lot so i know that the retreat guests will use this quite a lot too and it takes one ball of iron yarn both of these you can get on um ravelry and very very kind of you both to donate these to the retreat guests I'm actually really looking forward to knitting the shawl because and again <laughs> the checkbox cowl which I'll come on to later so also in there was a 15% off from show sponsor Scotch Tweed and there was a copy of the reclaim issue of six book storybook from mail of with mail on mail ski knits so thank you to everybody on that um, donated to the goodie bag. That is really, really kind of you and very generous. So I, and I know that the guests appreciated it very much. So uh, moving on to the Saturday, we had the, well I have a little bit of division music because your ears must be a bit sore listening to me going and then, and then. So I have a bit of division music and I'll pet the book up. probably heard me saying it because there was a sort of daddy long legs 
bouncing around and it jumped and buckle and buckle jumped. <laughs> it's quite funny. Um, right, where were we? So we're Saturday morning, bright and breezy. Although it wasn't bright and breezy outside, it was foggy. Boo. Beautiful sunset on Thursday and Friday and Saturday, not so much. But we all tipped up and I had the cauldron of indigo dye bath going and that was fine. Everybody came in, I told them what they were going to do, how they were going to do it and um, I had asked if the washing machine in the... <laughs> Ella's laughing because she says this is going to give you 10 minutes to talk about. It's <laughs> like, yeah, a podcast folder. So there is a washing machine in the conference chalet because it's fully ki- fitted kitchen although there's less items in it but it has a freezer and a washing machine. No dishwasher this year though which was quite disappointing. And then the washing machine, she said it was working, we got in, there was no, the water had been turned off and blah 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 blah, got it working, everything was fine. And then when I went to rinse out the washing machine with the bags later on, the washing machine started to leak. (laughs) So there was blue water everywhere. Turns out that the, there was a hole in the hose when they had connected it. It was dealt with very quickly and professionally by the staff and it was fine. But <laughs> gave us all a bit of a, oh! So Julia helped and um, she went, took all the stuff through and they washed it in their cabin and you can't have a retreat without a Julia. So helpful and so kind and so gracious, so thank you Julia. And also thank you to Debbie and um, Naomi for, you need a hand? Yes. <laughs> Because normally I just say, no, 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 I'm fine. And I just kind of like to get on with it. But this time there was so much to do. It was really, really kind and helpful to have somebody that I didn't feel I was just going, yes, do this. I was like, could you possibly do this dying? And um, it was very kind of them to help. So we very slowly through the day everybody had their bag dyed they had their little skein of yarn from Nick which was very kind I never mentioned the skein of yarn I never mentioned Nick's donation to the goodie bag, I do apologise and Nick had donated to us all a skein of undyed yarn um, it's her sock base it had a bit of nylon in it and it began with C but I kept asking her and she kept telling me and I'm sorry Nick I've forgotten again I'm going to say Chelsford. <laughs> I don't think that's right. So it's nice and soft and it dyed up beautifully. So we had crochet threads, we had sparkly crochet thread to wrap things in, which actually it dyed up nicer because it had the sparkle for the sort of, um, well, what would be the word? Sparkle. Sparkly sparkle. Still can't remember the word. Make it up in your own head. And um, we had bits of fabric, they had the retreat goodie bag and everybody got a chance to do it and it was very <laughs> toil, toil, boil and trouble, um, cauldron-y. Ah, when will we three meet again? So those that had to do stuff in the afternoon did their stuff first and then it took pretty much all day but we got it done eventually and uh, we had some amazing results some people dip dyed some people went for ombre effect some people just immersed it some people 
manipulated their fabric and it got the patterns. It's just an amazing effect that you get. It's not a technique that I would do every weekend because of the mess, but I would imagine that you would get used to containing the mess and I mean today would be perfect because I could do it outside. You have to keep this one at a certain temperature above 25 degrees. Because it was foggy, I had to kind of watch that. So we added a little bit more water every now and again just to keep the temperature up so the chemical reaction would keep going. Um, everybody who dyed their yarn, if you didn't get told, please watch your fingers are going to be blue. So you might want to do a vinegar uh, testing or just rinse it out because we all know that blue does not like to stick to the yarn as much as other colours. So just be careful of that and mindful. I'm thinking I'll have to just re-rinse mine. Uh, whilst I know Naomi did a really good job of the rinsing. I'm thinking about using uh, the um, Aran alpaca that I picked up off the table of unrequirement in Aran to make another checkbox cowl and <laughs> I don't want to have a blue neck so I'll see how it goes and then give it a really good soak if I don't get blue hands but I'm sure Naomi gave it a really good rinse through so um, we did what we did we do oh, because looking for some more water because he's hot he's a hot dog a dog, a dog, a diggity dog. I've gone off track. So there was a long day and it was it was good fun. We got through the the momentum of the washing machine breaking by just shutting the door. And then at night time we went to Stack's Bistro for a beautiful dinner. And then we went back to the chalet and had the drams. At one point we had a pub quiz, that must have been Friday night and Richard did this so I take no responsibility for the questions being extremely hard. Mum and I were in a team and we came last <laughs> and I had suggested that we looked at the, the uh, questions because Richard gave me the questions in the morning to take long but nobody would let me so I didn't and we came last. <laughs> Boo. Not that I'm competitive and there was no prize but you know there was also raffles um, and there were some lovely prizes of raffles people donated and also I'd like to thank Nick British for her donation, Erica Eccles Lisa for her lovely donation and um, Suzanne had put in a donation from Northern Yarns, um, it was absolutely gorgeous, oh, I didn't win that, didn't win that, I didn't win that, <laughs> um, I was handed from can't remember who now. Oh, Su no, it wasn't Suzanne. Tanya, some Jacob wool from Sky, and it was in the colours of sort of aqua and teal. My colours. Naomi won it, <laughs> and I actually picked out a cork for it. Um, I didn't. I could not find my raffle book. I have a raffle book I bought it for last year. I can't find it anywhere. So I got a whole pile of corks and wrote numbers on them. And we used the corks. So I said, I'm actually going to put a cork in because um, I want to win that. <laughs> Didn't win that. But I actually won a cup that I had bought. So I like the cup. It says I'd rather be knitting. But um, it's nice. 
So thank you to everybody that donated prizes and it was very kind of, uh, and it was good fun actually pulling the, right, the, the raffle prizes out. So we had drams, there was whiskey drinking, there was chattering, there was folk grass, and then on the Sunday it was time to say goodbye. So um, we shut up shop, Richard helped me empty the cabins. I forgot to take home the ice poles and the ice cream. <laughs> and I have a feeling that he forgot to pick up all the mini packets of cereals because there doesn't seem to be very many left. This year we were pretty, I think we were better in the food waste. Last year there was quite a bit of food waste. So this year I bought less and I went to see if people thought that there was enough of what they needed. Because um, nobody likes food waste. I try, if there's anything left over, I'll take it and possibly use it, but uh, I still have uh, almond milk in my freezer. I had it in my freezer for a long time and I've actually chucked it out because I can't drink it and Richard never got around to drinking it. So this year was determined to have much less waste, so we were talking to each other, communicating and hopefully getting the wastage down. Um, so there was much laughs and hilarity and there was talk of the goat man living as a goat and then there was talk of alpacas alpaca yoga so Jan do you fancy doing alpaca yoga and then they said well would that not be quite heavy and then we looked up and there's pygmy alpacas how cute would that be and then um, Janet and Angela found pygmy goats when they went down to Perth on the way home they would stop for some ice cream they didn't say whether they actually did any yoga which I'm a little bit disappointed about <laughs> let the team down Angela <laughs> poor fun Granny Janet they went for a trek down and the open water swim down to Scotland's Haven with Richard and the Bairns and poor Janet fell over and twisted her ankle quite badly so she's uh, pleased to say it's not broken everybody she went for a uh, x-ray but I'm sad to see that she actually did injure herself and had sprained it quite nastily. So we were comparing swellings through my photograph and her actual foot. Poor Aunt, uh, Janet. So hopefully she'll... I've just given her all tips of what physio to do and when to do what. And hopefully she'll recover really quickly. And we send her our love. And um, yeah, oh, poor, poor Janet. And then it was the end, and I had I had totally say, oh, that's it, that's the end, my friend. But all the time going on Instagram was the retreat annex, and this was Ellen and Lisa from last year had come over, and <laughs> they had an Instagram series of photographs that they were joining in. They had Ellen feeding Lisa lasagna. They had looking for standing stones. They had looking for walruses. They had sticking using using a garden saw. Mm. And they had indigo dyeing. Ellen was actually going to dye her own hair, which I'm kind of glad she didn't. But they did do some stupendous dyeing, whether or not they had it or previously, or they did it then. I don't know, but I was just we were hee hawing at their antics, and we very much missed them and all other retreat attendees from previous years the echoes of your voices in the background 
So thus ended another year. So I thank you very much everybody for coming up. Thank you very much just now for listening to that rundown. I will have a wee division. I'll have a drink of water, but Book will drink it all. I'm not drinking it in the same cup as him. So, what's a crack section? Um, some of you might have seen, if you're from the UK or certainly from Scotland, that Wally the Walrus was spotted again in Wick. Our, our lovely new friend, Keithness Lassagie at Ailey, came in on Thursday and she said, Oh, I'm so sorry I'm late, but you'll never guess. I was, what? What happened? Well, no, no, what's happened? The walrus is in Wick! And we went, what? Everybody, let's go to Wick! But we didn't. So the walrus arrived on Thursday afternoon and it stayed till Friday afternoon. And most of Caithness went to see it. I mean, Wickers are quite nosy anyway. The salmon can't even jump up the river without us hanging over the bridge. Oh, salmon's coming up this year. (laughs) We like a good look and a good stare and a good gossip. So... Um, he's apparently he's doing okay. He's quite healthy, slightly thinner than he was, but he seemed to be in good. Um, he wasn't like injured or anything, so he stayed until Thursday. And he, uh, there are some fantastic photographs taken by various people. One of which was our lovely friend Floss. She's not on Ravelry, but uh, she is Ailey's friend, and we had the pleasure of both our company on the uh, Saturday for the dying workshop. So, um, if you hear anything about walruses, it was at Wick, and I keep looking for it at my harbour. Not so much, but I'm I'm told that you won't miss him because he's quite big. I've only ever seen a stuffed one in the Natural History Museum, and he was quite stuffed and quite big then. I had to pause it there because my neighbour came home, <laughs> and Bickle likes to woof at her. So. The walrus was in Wick, it was awesome, absolutely delightful news. Um, and last weekend I was up at Cape Wrath at Durness, uh, and their Cape Wrath running week was on. And we had a guest up, Michael, who from London. I have an interview with Michael, I'm going to put it in the next episode because Michael makes violins. And he, we were discussing me doing the retreat and I was discussing doing indigo dine and he says, oh, do you do indigo dine? Have you used madder? Like, How do you know about madder? Being a runny type person, it's like, didn't know you know about madder. And he says, oh, I use it to, um, in the making of the violins. So I made him sit down and recorded some, a really interesting interview. So I'll put that in next episode. Uh, Richard and I did a team marathon he did 11 miles and I did 15.2 very very difficult well it was difficult for me because the path for 11 miles of it was quite rutted it was quite an old track beautiful beautiful views good weather for it amazing event really friendly and worth if you've never been up to that side of the country I would urge anybody to go for a, a trip obviously you want to stay in Caithness but um, do go for a visit over to the west coast and Durness in particular it's got some stunning beaches lots of cuckoos and uh, Michael did the marathon absolutely smashed the time got three hours 40 no if I was more less than that it was three hours 22 I think something like that amazing and 
I found it really difficult for the distance. I hadn't really trained hard enough for it. And also for the uppy and downy. There's a lot of uppy and downy. More so for the 11 miles uppy. Because I just do the uppy and downy, they do more uppy. Because <laughs> that's what you like forward to when you're doing a marathon, you know. So hats off to all of the marathon runners. It was epic. And all them kind of amazing words. And then we're like, oh, are you going to sign up for next year? <laughs> if you never see me doing this ever again, it'll be too soon. So then this past weekend, I was doing the May 10K with my friend Mari. Her first 10K, and she was absolutely awesome. Now, Mari was worried that she was going to be too slow for me, but I was actually too slow for her. Because I train in at half marathon distance and above now, so I slow down. Now, I have done the 10K in 57 minutes. I'm trying to crack the 55 minutes at some point. But um, I was looking for a comfortable hour and eight, would have been happy with. But I ended up doing an hour and five, and I think Mari would have been quite capable of doing a comfortable 57. For those of you doing into Tinkies, you would understand this. It was roasting, and there was a bit of a headwind coming back in. I love the headwind, because I just what needed to be cooled down and some guy had a hose out at one point it was so nice running through the hose water but uh, she smiled the entire way round I didn't I went quiet at 5k but I was so pleased for her and then when she'd gone home I went to bed <laughs> it was just so tired after everything and I'm recharging this week and I'm gonna have to start the garden um, the jackdaws have been digging up the onion sets and the potatoes so we're constantly scarecrowing them. Richard's turning into Elmer Fudd for running out at them, shouting at them. <laughs> Dear. But I think things are germinating now and we have pea pods come through. So No, actually pea pods. We've got the pea plant come through. So it's, it's started. So I'll have to get into the weeding soon. His massive event, the Kelp Man, is coming up in th less than three weeks now on the 16th of June he's still not 100% sure if he's actually going to do it because he's had a hip injury and he's been to see physios and the doctor so he's taking advice from them he's been to recce the course this past couple of days he's had an actually stupendous couple of days weather out in Torridon and it's beautiful anyway but it's even more beautiful when the sun shines because you can see everything so he's had great fun camping and um mountain biking and if you follow Richard on Instagram you'll see all those photographs um, I have picked up my arboreal uh, jumper and I have to do three inches past the armhole before I start decreasing I'm quite enjoying it the past couple of days because it's just knit 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 not think and I'm going to be starting my breathing space by Vera Valamaki quite soon and also I bought some yarn from uh, Angela that I've knitted with before and I know it's gorgeous to knit with and it's in a sport weight and it's in a mustard colour and I've never ever worn mustard so it's going to be interesting to uh, whether or not I look like I'm washed out or a Duracell battery or what's it going to do and I, I did ask quite a few people what do you think do you think this colour suits me and they very kindly said yes so the jury's out but what I'm going to knit with it I bought enough hopefully 
is a dignity jumper by male ski nets because I like the jumper very much and I think that that yarn will kind of be sturdy and proper for it so um don't know if I'm going to cast it on yet but I have the yarn for it so also I've been knitting on my vanilla sock with my jelly bean yarns it's just the sock yarn I mentioned it last episode what it was and I finished the sloth crocheting it for Daisy and I used uh, Knitting Goddess Brit Silk yarn beautiful to work with and crochet and just gorgeous and this is a pattern, a free pattern by Twisted Crochet and I am now known as Sloth Lady I gave one of the sloths away to Angela because she used to be knitting sloth but she's speeded up now actually she's quite fast and she's rattling out the garments it's sickening so at one point over the weekend quite early on Ella and Angela both had their Kirsten Kapoor mystery knit along that we did last year now I gave mine away and I was like oh I'll have to take mine along and then remembered I'd given it away <laughs> otherwise we would have had three together but as it is I'm hoping that uh, the wool nest Lynn is enjoying having it so Angela's still not blocked her <laughs> and I says oh give it here I'll take it away block it for you and you can have it back by the end of the weekend but we never did so Ella was wearing hers and it was really nice to see them together and um, it was just it was still it reminded us of last year and the kindness of Kirsten Kapoor so I was hearing how Woolen went this weekend uh, don't necessarily know if I had FOMO or not it's a long way to go and I was so busy with my own retreat I kind of thought I don't have any time for FOMO for there but you lot looked like you were enjoying yourself immensely I asked Louise Scully how it went and she said it was good she really enjoyed herself and you were there on a very historic weekend with the uh, the vote so um, I myself am pleased to see that women's rights have been righted and they have the same rights to that respect that I have there is a clegg sitting beside me and it looks hungry mm. I think I'll persuade it to go away with my shoe but not by smashing it listeners just by moving it go away there we go it's gone I don't need it to be dead I just don't want it to be beside me because the midges it's not the midges the swallows can eat them and the house martins so clegs are a horrible I think they're called horseflies and they give a horrible nasty bite and apparently I'm quite tasty to them so let's not have them beside me and I think that's about it listeners I feel like I've downloaded to you enough and thank you for putting up with me oh a quick shoppy section there we go <laughs> www maybe another w no I think I three Etsy forward slash shop forward slash Kathan's craft for a couple of tartan bags and a silk scarf I have Kathan's tartan in it so I shall be replenishing it when I am speaking to my sewing machine again which when it rains will be quite soon I have a 
big sewing job to do for the school. Um, Mrs Budge has given me some fabric and she wants a whole pile of very plain, well actually I'm saying plain, it's not plain, drawstring bags and she needs an alphabet not on them all. So from A through to Z and I said well you would be best with felt and I can bond a web and then zigzag around them, applique them on. I got a very simple drawstring pattern from one of Daisy's books actually. I uh, measured it all out for how much she needed and she supplied me with all the materials. So she says she doesn't need them until August time so I'll just plug away. I don't think it'll take very long once I've cut it out and I'm not going to cut it out until it's raining because it's such glorious weather and we don't get it very often. It's a shame to waste it. Make hay when the sun shines, listeners. So, knit outside when the sun shines. <laughs> we can weed tomorrow. Right, listeners, thank you so much for listening. And you can get me all over social media, Kathan's Craft, Louise Hunt, um, Etsy, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, Kathan's Craft. Um, Facebook, don't really use it so much, but I do look on it occasionally. I'm more on Instagram these days, and occasionally I do an Instagram story. Um, the music is from the Podbean's own uh, website so we will end with good time because I like the way it is shaky 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 (laughs) I know I'm going now there's no deer in my garden no unicorns just lots and lots of house martins and the old cuckoo from a distance it's very nice I hope the wind is okay and I hope the sound quality is on this it's fine I'll listen back to it before I put it out though listeners you never know, you might never hear this. So, thank you for listening and keep on crafting. <laughs>